go. Theme music. Is it so wrong to be human after Oh yeah. And of course, the great level 42. Something about you. And that of course, because there's something about my guest today, a man of many nicknames, the Trade King, some call him, some call him the voice of the Broadway Fighting Gobblers. You may know him as the great Micah Morris. Micah, how are you? Doing all right. How are you, Dave? Good. How are our fighting gobblers doing this year? I haven't, uh, we haven't, haven't had a chance to check in. Yeah, they're they're one and one. A decent start to the season. Had a little COVID outbreak or uh, some stomach thing go through the team last week, and that kind of, uh, you know, hurt the team. But uh, hopefully, that's all behind them. And I got to head to Standardsville on Friday, oh provided I don't oh get boy. sick. And. Uh, do a game over there. I've been out there. I got I got Ken out that way. That's where we used to have my mom's uh, family reunion out in Sandersville. I know it well. Yeah, know it well, it's a nice area. Uh, you know. I hear they're breaking up my uh, my beloved uh, Harrisonburg Blue Streaks. Is this true? Is it the, is. There's a new town got too big, huh? Yeah, and it, it was like pulling teeth to build another high school. Oh, so, uh, but you know, it's it's uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But hey. Uh, well, the only thing constant is change. Unbelievable. Right. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining me on uh, short notice. But, uh, yeah, we're coming a few days removed from the uh, the 2022 h FFL draft. And uh, it wouldn't be an h FFL draft if there wasn't some controversy coming out of it. Uh, the big news, I think, before the draft was the uh, the vote was made to increase the the league dues after after many years it was uh increased to one hundred dollar entry fee per player and uh one member of the league our dear friend richard corpy apparently was very upset about this micah you you spoke to him i i tried to call him he wouldn't take my call have you uh have you heard from him since then and uh and uh what's your your sense on on where our uh our dear friend richard's head is at right now well, I think Mike said he had at least look at that. Uh, I think Mike said he had uh, had maybe paid the sixty bucks. I hope um, he he was he was upset when I texted you. Um, I had another draft with him by Zoom later that night, and uh, you know he was frustrated. But uh, uh, he's he, he's already in mid sorry he's already in mid season form where he's oh, saying uh, you know he's tired of it and. And all that kind of stuff. So hopefully uh, he uh, it, it all gets better. But I know a win this week would help him. But I haven't really talked to him a whole lot. He's in mid-season curmudgeonly form already. Yes, Micah's phone is ringing. We're doing a rare daytime record today. <laughs> this is exciting. So the the, uh, the the phone is ringing off the hook. But uh, Micah's yeah. 
graciously taken time out of his day to uh, to join me. Well, uh, well, good. Well, hopefully Richard. Well, hopefully he doesn't get a win this week because I believe he's playing me. But um, you know, hopefully he'll have a good year and uh, he will come back. I mean, to me, it's like it's forty bucks. That's like what? That's that's like less than three dollars a week over the course of the season. I mean, I don't know. I know back in the in the eighties or nineties, whenever uh, Sally Struthers commercials were on, you could feed an entire family in Africa for that kind of money, three dollars. So, um, you know, come on, Corby. But it ended yeah. up we're all everyone is basically sponsoring Corby now. We're all we're all uh, investors in what I'm calling Richard Corby Incorporated. So if he uh, if he wins, we all get a little bit of a payout. So I, everyone's well, I, kind of know, rooting I, for Corby. We've had the same what ten of us for the last close to 12 years i think this thing is year 12 so i'd hate to see that that end because of uh over 40 bucks that's my biggest thing so i'm hoping that he'll uh he'll say hey i love this too much and want to stay in yeah and it's you know with the the stupid fee that i know is, is you know controversial i do love the cbs interface but um you know the 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 more uh, the entry fee or the total pot, the the smaller the percentage of the of the fee that we're paying for this uh, wonderful service. So it's you know all the additional money that's going in the forty dollars each. It's all just going straight into the to the prize. So it makes sense to me to try to minimize the the fee percentage. But yeah, anyway, yeah. well, I'm hoping he uh, I'm hoping he calms down and we get him back and and he he is invested and in wanting to have a great year. Very good. Uh, all right, Micah. Well, I thought um, since we don't have any games to review, I thought maybe we could just kind of look back at the draft and uh, see if we had any uh, any fond memories or any any picks that stood out uh, 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 that that uh, you you maybe you liked or you didn't like. Um, I don't know. Do you have Do you have the draft in front of you, or I can uh, yeah, I can show I it to you if you got it? Okay. Yeah, I've I've got it here. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, the draft started off. My brother, uh, the Shark Gambinos, had the uh, the first pick, um, and actually, Gambinos, it, he, it looked like he had changed his name. Did you see this, uh, Mike? He changed it back. Uh, no, uh, he still has it screwed up. The click. Screwed up click. So we'll see if that sticks. I mean, he's been uh, he's been a one league, one name guy for twenty years. I know he's proud of that. So I mean, this could just be a preseason thing. We'll see. But uh, Gambinos or screwed up click, whatever it is. So he goes Jonathan Taylor at the one one. I think um, nobody had any uh, any disagreement with that. That's probably the consensus pick there, uh, especially in a in a standard non PPR format. Um, I thought he came back at the twenty at the two ten. Took Andrews, uh, which was a good pick. And then I think maybe there were some some questions here. And uh, I, I Elliot at. Uh, at the third pick, or the first pick in the third round, I think raised some questions. I maybe would have preferred Aaron Jones or one of the receivers there. Um, some people had some uh, questions about maybe taking Michael Thomas there in the in the first pick in the fifth round. So, um, some question marks. You know, I know uh, the shark says he he uh, you know marches to his own drum. He doesn't listen to the the, the rankers or whatever. But uh, what, what did you think about this draft? Um, I, you know, I, I was there. Might have been things that surprised me. It might come back to to bite me from saying that too. Um, 
I, I like the – obviously, Taylor was number one. I like the Andrews pick. When you start losing a lot of those front-end um, uh, wide receivers, it, it makes sense to go with with Andrews there. I was a little surprised there at four and five, the fourth and fifth rounds, where he did more in Thomas back-to-back. Um, that, that one surprised me, especially – um, Higgins was out there. I know there's questions with him. McLaurin was there. Mike Williams was there. Jalen Waddle. They all went in that round. Um, I don't know that I would have taken DK Metcalf, but yeah. even he he was sitting there. So I was a little surprised at that. But you know, um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely some risk with Michael Thomas. Although I think I saw uh, some comment. He said that he was uh, his goal was to be even better than he was or top his uh, 2019 season this year. So if he does that, that pick will certainly uh, certainly pan out and be worth it. Um, so following up that, Richard Corby, number two pick. He was uh, drafting remotely due to his, uh, his uh, COVID contamination. And uh, he goes with uh, Derrick Henry, number two. Uh, Fournette in the second round, uh, Tyreek Hill, Lamar Jackson in the fourth, Darren Waller in the fifth. Um, so pretty good. I mean, I think you can't, you know, the, the, are you at all concerned about Henry, uh, you know, the wheels finally falling off coming off the injury, or do you think, you know, in, in a, in a non PPR, he's, you can't, you can't fault going, going Henry there. Well, it's hard to, to, to second guess going Henry number two. But, I mean, his usage over the last couple of years is what really scares me. I want to say he's 29 this year, 28, 29. So he's he's nearly nearing that 30 mark. Uh, and then coming off the injury a year ago, maybe he's fresh. But they, I think they're he's under contract in Tennessee one more year. They may use him to the wheels fall off, which mm. may be beneficial to Richard. Yeah. But I would start to be concerned at the wear over the last couple of years. Um, might start to might start to to, to to wear on him. Um, you know, looking at the rest of of Richard's draft, I'm not a Tyree Kill guy. I think he's a big time boomer bust. Uh, I think it's a downgrade going from Mahomes to Tua. Um, I'm not a big Lamar Jackson guy either. And again, that may come back to bite me. Um, what really surprised me was his pick in the seventh round was Matt Stafford. Yes. That one, when you had a lot of quarterbacks sitting there, maybe he just didn't want to be in a situation where he had to make a decision every week and Stafford's his insurance policy. But that one surprised me. Uh, the pick I did like, I did like Juju in the ninth round. I think Juju could have a nice year. I did like him in the ninth round, but I was that the the Stafford pick really surprised me. Yeah, yeah, me too, for sure. Especially he was that was his backup quarterback before I had even drafted a starting quarterback. So uh, and Stafford probably wouldn't have been my my number one choice there. So that a uh, little bit of a surprise, polarizing pick, but we would expect nothing less from uh, from Richard Corby there. Uh, well, Michael, well, you were up next, number three, and um, I would say I was a little bit surprised here. You you did go. Um, Joe Mixon at uh, the third overall. You followed that up with uh, Swift in the second round. Josh Allen in the third as the uh, the first quarterback off the board, I believe. And then you got uh, Sutton and Higgins as your uh, your starting receivers, and uh, Schultz at tight end there, and uh, and Dak at uh, at backup QB after Stafford had already been picked. So as the first backup off the board, so. Um, 
How are you feeling? What was the thought process with uh, with mixing there at, at three? And, uh, you know, how do you think it went? Yeah, so I, I really, even if I'd had the second pick, I'd taken mixing. Um, I, I, Taylor was number one, there was no doubt. I was then, if I had number two, three, four, where, question where I would go. And the names that kept coming to me were Mixon. At one point, Najee Harris, before he has this foot injury, uh, just because of his usage. I love how much he touches the ball, but that line is is terrible. Henry's injury history bothers me. McCaffrey's injury history scares the hell out of me. Um, and and I love that Bengals offense. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, they – they get the ball into the red zone. I love what Mixon can do. That line is apparently a lot better than it was a year ago. And I'm hoping Mixon's going to have a, a huge year. So that's why I went that direction. Um, I, he was one that I targeted. Obviously, Josh Allen I had targeted. Uh, I thought if you get through the top-tier running backs and the top-tier wide receivers, there's only a handful of tight ends. Um, I think Dalton Schultz is going to have a massive year because they don't have anybody else other than C.D. Lamb to catch the ball. So I was happy with him. Um, in the seventh, but after those running backs and receivers are gone, uh, I, I went quarterback. I thought Josh Allen is somebody who I love that Bills offense too. Um, I, it may have hurt me a little bit at receiver, but Higgins fell to me in the fifth. Just said mm-hmm. I love that Bengals offense. Um, don't love Gibson in the sixth, but I needed a running back. He's going to start at least the first couple of weeks. Um, and yeah. Ramondre Stevenson in the tenth. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I thought you did pretty good. I like I like Sutton. I think Sutton's going to have a big year with uh, with Russell Wilson out in Denver and uh, and like you said, Higgins. Um, yeah, I thought you did pretty good for uh, for the receivers having to wait until the the fourth and fifth round to get him there. So um, yeah, and Mixon certainly. Uh, you know, I think maybe some of the consensus ranks didn't have him that high, but uh, the potential for for a big year is certainly there, and he's certainly uh, been a little more a little more healthy than. Some of the some of the other players that uh, other running backs that went after him. And uh, speaking of often injured running backs, you you left me here in a, at the fourth pick, my beloved La Resistance franchise, and I it, I was just staring at it, and I you know I had to take McCaffrey, had him a couple years ago at the at the number one overall, and uh, that did not work out, but. Um, had to do it, and then I figured, well, if I'm already in on McCaffrey, let's just double down and go with Saquon at number two, or the number two pick, uh, second round. Just, you know, high upside and high potential for a complete disaster, so we will see what happens. Um, I did like my receivers, uh, CD in the third, and uh, Pittman, who's one of my guys uh, this year in the fourth, and uh, Kittle I was in on, and now, he, of course, he's already hurt. Uh, no surprise there. Um and uh, I think you and Lance uh, thought I got a good pick with uh, with Burrow at my number uh, number one quarterback all the way down in the eighth round there on my waiting on QB strategy. So we'll see. You know, it's obviously uh, week one will be exciting when uh, McCaffrey and Saquon are both playing, and, uh, and we'll see how long they can stay upright. And uh, this, you know, it could it could be uh, another year of uh, early hiatus for the podcast when they're both on IR by week three. Well, definitely high risk, high reward um, with, with those two picks there. Uh, I love your receivers, Lamb and, Pitt, and, and Pittman. Love both of them. I love what C.D. Lamb's going to do. I had targeted him um, in that third round range. I think you had the pick uh, just before me when I would have taken him, which is why I ended up with Josh Allen. 
Um, Kittle, when he plays, he's going to be great. I do think I like ETN. I like Dylan. Uh, where you are, and you you got him right before I was going to take him, but Rashad Bateman in the 10th. Um, I don't know who Lamar is going to throw the ball to other than Andrews, so I do like that pick as well. Yeah, well, I knew uh, with with uh, with McCaffrey and Barkley, I needed to go uh, four running backs. That wasn't even a question, and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, ETN or Dylan can, uh, can fill in, at least give me decent production, because I expect I'm going to need them on uh, more, than, uh, more than one occasion this season. Um, so after that fifth pick, uh, Jason Lance Thonastes, he goes Najee Harris at, uh, number five, Javante Williams there. Um, that was who I was really kind of hoping was going to fall back to me in the second round. So I wouldn't have to do the, uh, the double injury, uh, running back thing. Debo, Keenan Allen, Jalen Hurts in the fifth round. And, uh, Damian Pierce, another guy that I really like there in the sixth and, uh, I like a lot of these guys. I like Lazard. I like Chase Edmonds. Um, so, you know, all, all things, I, I think Lance did pretty well for himself. What do you think? Yeah, I'm right there with you. I am I feel the same way. Najee, like I said, is a guy that I thought could have been top three even because of his usage. Javante, uh, there are things to really like, things that scare me away too with, with what's going to happen with uh, Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. Debo Samuel – in the third round, I, I think is okay. Um, I would not have taken him before that. I think there's going to be regression, especially when you have Trey Lance, who's going to be you know have that ball in his hands a good bit. I like Allen. I really like the Jalen Hurts pick. I know that you know Jason's not a big Eagles fan, but I think Hurts could have a huge year, um, yeah. especially with that receiving core. And I, the Damian Pierce pick too, I really like. So I like his team. I like Derek Carr as his backup. Um, and even Hawkinson at uh, tight end. I think he's got a solid team. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Jalen Hurts guy. I had him in this league last year. I just wish he had A.J. Brown to throw to last year. That would have been a little <laughs> better for me. But, uh, yeah, I think he's poised for uh, for a huge year. Um, big Dogs on the clock at number six. He goes Austin Eckler. Fell a little bit. Um, maybe uh, more highly valued in the PPR formats. But uh, follows that up with uh, Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones in the third round, all the way at uh, 26. I thought that was a great value pick. Um, Montgomery, after that, as a backup running back, I was not necessarily so keen on, uh, but got McLaurin and Cooks as his uh, two, three running backs, and uh, the great Tom Brady and Dawson Knox at uh, at tight end. So, um, uh, mixed bag. I mean, I love Eckler and, and Adams and Aaron Jones. I mean, top three and McLaurin at number two receiver, pretty good. Um, you know, I don't know what else I would have done, but I'm, I'm not a David Montgomery guy. Uh, so I thought maybe he could have got a little more value there in the fourth round, but, uh, I don't have a lot of complaints. No, I, I, I think his team looks good. I, I think he, he did a nice job. Even with Montgomery as his third back, I think is good. He's also got Kareem Hunt, who he took in the ninth. Um, uh, you you could make a you could question the Brady pick. That line concerns you a little bit, but it's Tom Brady, and anytime there's a concern, he seems to be even better. So I, I, you can't hate that pick. Uh, I, I think Burrow was still there at that point, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, again, you can't hate the Brady pick. But I think Ron did a nice job. I think there might be some. Injury concerns with Eckler and Jones um, and and quarterback concerns with Cooks and maybe even McLaurin. But uh, I, I like I like his team. He just has to make sure that 
that that that his team stays healthy. I don't think he wants to turn to Baker Mayfield no. uh, as as his quarterback, but um, I like his team. Yeah, and the guru loved it. A plus grade for Ron, uh, preseason uh, favorite. So this could be maybe that's what I said before he left. This is a. Uh, Maybe this is it—the long wait for Ron's uh, elusive championship in the in the CBS era could be coming to an end. So we will see. We will see. Um, you know, speaking of teams that are also waiting for that first championship, Iron Flag Brothers had the next pick. Cooper Cup, first wide receiver off the board after the uh, the running back run, and he followed that up with uh, Stephon Diggs. So Lee's going heavy on the the wide receivers and. Running back, he went Akers and Connor, followed that up with Williams and Dobbins, got uh, Kyler Murray, Zach Ertz stack for his quarterback and uh, tight end there, um, Jerry Judy, Fryermuth, and uh, Jameis Winston. So um, I, I, you know, I love Cooper Cup, my Rams, I'm a fan, uh, but I am not a fan of Cam Akers in fantasy this year. I'm a little concerned about him coming back you know, from that, I know he came back and miraculously last year, but I'm not sold on him as a, a number one fantasy running back. And I know Connor had like 58 touchdowns last year, but I'm not sure he's going to follow that up. So I think Lee could be in a little bit of trouble at the running back position, but, um, you know, I, I do think he's, he's, he's in good shape with the receivers. What do you, what did you think of this? Well, Cooper cup's not going to have a year like he had last year. It's just not going to happen. Well, it'll be tough. Um, so there's got to be regression there. Diggs is not getting any younger. I do like that offense, like I said, but I like Gabe Davis a lot. Um, and, and, you know, you look at some of those number one receivers, Jamar Chase being one. I, I think sometimes though the number two receivers on those teams do much better. Look at Juju when he had Antonio Brown early in his career, how, how much better he was before Brown left. It'll be interesting to see how Jalen Waddle does with Tyreek Hill. But in that same respect, how is somebody like, you know, a Jamar Chase, even though he did pretty well last year, how is is the number two receiver going to do on that team? So I think that's interesting when you talk about a T. Higgins or you talk about, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, Gabriel Davis or players like that. I'm like you with Cam Akers. Uh, The the, the Rams love to throw the ball all the time, and it doesn't matter if they're in the red zone. They love to throw the ball down there, too. Um, and James Conner, I would think, is primed for regression, especially with Kyler Murray. He's got a lot of, of Cardinals right there with Murray and Conner and Zach Ertz. So he's going to need the Cardinals to score a lot of points, uh, as well as the Rams. So there's a, there's a lot of eggs in the basket right there for his team. I like the offenses that he has, especially the Rams, but that would concern me a little bit. Looks like we have a guest there, Micah. Do you need to take a quick break here? Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. So moving on, Cockheads at the eighth pick. He goes uh, classic running back, running back. Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, um, Mike Evans as his number one receiver. Herbert as uh, might be what yeah, third quarterback off the board. The aforementioned Gabriel Davis, who I think everyone's high on. A lot of buzz about him. Goddard at tight end. Um, Deontay Johnson, Edwards, Alaire, Cooper, Tua. Um, you know, I think the the value was there with Dalvin Cook, who I think I took number two or you know top three last year. Chubb uh, always very good in this sort of non PPR format, gets a bit of a premium. Herbert, everyone's high on. 
Um, you know, I used to be a Mike Evans guy. I've kind of soured on him a little bit. I, I, you know, he sort of is who he is. He seems a little touchdown dependent, and I wonder when the, the wheels are going to fall off on that. Um, but uh, so I'm not 100% sold. I do love the Gabe Davis upside, but, you know, still a bit unproven. Um, so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little mixed on this one. Where are you sit, sitting with, uh, with uh, the B-Tittle? Uh, depth is, would be a concern. If he has an injury to Cook or Chubb, and then he's looking at, you know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, that, that worries me a little bit. Um, even at, at receiver, I, Deontay Johnson is, is fine, but you don't, it's going to be Trubisky. You're going to rely on Trubisky to get him the ball or Kenny Pickett, a rookie. Um, so I'd be a little concerned about depth. If I were Paul, um, yeah. you know, but it's hard to have depth in this league with these roster is. restrictions. <laughs> yep, it is. It is that, that would be my biggest concern. You know, Dalvin Cook at some point is going to get hurt. Uh, Mike Evans at yeah. some point is going to have a hamstring. I know he dealt with that a little bit in, in uh, the preseason. So, you know, That's, it, uh, it, it, that Dalvin Cook thing is a killer, man. I had him last year, and it's like it's it's almost you have to have Madison on your team, and with the, you can only have a maximum of four running backs, and and, and uh, Paul opted not to do that. Um, but uh, yeah, you don't want to let Micah pick up Madison and then uh, hold you hostage like he did to me last year. That is not that's not a, a game you want to go down, Paul. So just a <laughs> word of advice if you hear this uh, and you got the roster flexibility. Um, well, here we go. Team ownage, classic team ownage at the nine. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Patrick Mahomes, Kyle Pitts. Good God almighty, he's going to be throwing the ball all over the place. And uh, let's see what he got. Uh, Brees Hall, Mitchell Harris as his running backs, and Melvin Gordon. Um, so And also got uh, Allen Robinson as his uh, third receiver there. So, um you know, you know what you're getting. If you go with this strategy, you're gonna be, you know, a little, a little bit weaker in the in the running backs. But, um, you know, there's gonna be weeks where those receivers and and Mahomes and Pitts are gonna put up so many points, it's not gonna matter. So I, you know, I think it's uh, it's it's never. I've never had the balls to do it, but it certainly worked for Dave in the past, and I can see it working for him again. Yeah, I can too. It's it's a uh, you look at those top four picks, uh, and if you hit on Brees Hall there. Those top five picks. Now you don't know what you're going to get with a rookie. Elijah Mitchell is another one. He can, yeah. doesn't seem to stay on the field. No, um, but we've seen those Shanahan running backs. If yep. if they ever, if he ever gets one that can stay healthy, you know, we've seen it with the Arian Foster. Or, uh, yeah, what was the guy uh, Alfred Morris? I mean, any yep. he can take anybody and and turn him into a 1500 yard running back if they play the full yeah. season. Dave Dave has a, a bit of a safety net, too, in that he knows my line is always open. I think he and I have, have agreed on a lot of deals over the last couple of years. Um, so you know, that that's the case for everybody. I'm, I'm willing to talk. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like his team. His top four picks are great. And if he hits on a running back, he's going to be really good. Um, but solid team, just like you'd expect from, from Dave. Yep. Uh, and finally, the tenth pick, which I didn't even talk about—the big trade, the, the draft draft slot trade. I was drafted into the tenth and traded with John B up to the fourth. And I now I'm kind of glad I did it. I was I, I was not looking forward to drafting at the turn, but let's see what what John B did with it here. So he got Camara uh, down at ten. Kelsey, his boy. We all knew Kelsey was coming there. 
uh, A.J. Brown, Jacobs, Waddle, Metcalf, Singletary, Russell Wilson as his starting quarterback, um, picked Hopkins late, uh, who's going to be out for the first six weeks, I believe, with a suspension. So, um, you know, Kamara Kelsey, good start, I think. I, I like Kamara. I thought he's kind of uh, his value was really depressed this year, more than it should have been. Not really a big Jacobs guy. Uh, not sure what they're really doing with him out there. So, bit of a mixed bag. I love Russell Wilson. I think he's going to have a huge year in Denver. But, um, yeah, I, I'm kind of a middle of the pack uh, in my rankings with John B. Yeah, I, I'm there with you. Alvin Kamara's a video away, you know, a video services, and he's going to be suspended right then. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelsey, we've seen some regression, but he's still Kelsey. And, and having lost Tyreek Hill, he's you would think he's going to get plenty of targets. Um, I like A.J. Brown. Jacobs, I'm the same way, although I had, I'm had a little higher on Jacobs than a lot of people because I like what Josh McDaniels can do. I mean, I like Waddle. And I love Wilson. Uh, the, the DeAndre Hopkins pick in the 10th was a little surprising. Uh, he could have probably waited, and he could have waited to week three and picked up DeAndre Hopkins, to be honest with you, um, and, and yeah. just could have seen how things fell. But John's never shied away from from running a little bit shorthanded. He did it with Michael Thomas last year. He'll do he it. He doesn't mind that. So um, Yeah, don't question. He always finds a There's a method to a John B's madness, as we say, right? And you look at him over the last four or five years; he's been among the best teams in the uh, in the HFFL. So sure. you can't you can't fault him. Quietly, quietly. All right. Well, thank you, Micah, for uh, for running through that with me. Um, any uh, any final thoughts on the draft? Any highlights? Any lowlights? Any flubs? Any snubs? I think one of the highlights for everybody was those uh, those uh, drumsticks that you uh, you air fried up there. Those were delicious. What's your secret? You need to share that recipe. Uh, I've sent it to, to Lance last year. Um, the only secret I have is I don't buy the wings because they're too damned expensive. I, I just go wing with the, wing prices are through the roof, aren't they? Yeah, so oh, I just go outrageous. with the, the drumsticks there. So, but no, it was it was fun. It's always great to see everybody. Always great to get together. Wish Richard could have been there. Um, hopefully, like we said earlier, he he is ready to go and looking forward to it. I know I am pumped. I know I talked to Dave Kleesner the other day. He's pumped for the start of the season tonight, but. Um, it, it was great to see everybody. Great to be back at Paul's, and thank you to Paul for hosting. And um, it's just always a great day. Yeah, excellent. All right. Um, well, can I uh, can I step out for one second, Micah, and then we'll yeah. uh, do a quick preview for Week One's action. Sounds good. All right. Thank. You. I'll be right back. All right. And we're back. Thank you, Micah. All right. Well, let's get into Week One. Not a lot of moves. And the only moves are your moves, so you can tell us what happened here, Micah. You uh, first move, you picked up Irv Smith and dropped uh, Gigantor Mo Alley Cox. I thought that was good. Yeah, I didn't realize they hated Mo Alley Cox so much, and he had been so awful this uh, preseason. So uh, Irv Smith, I think they're going to throw the ball a lot with Kirk Cousins. So I was happy there. Yeah, and uh, then you picked up Chris Godwin, who looks like he's on track to play, and uh, dropped Amon Ra St. Brown. So um, just hitching your wagon to the more more, more proven commodity there? Uh, I told uh, Dave Kleesner at the draft, I didn't really want to have two Lions on my team. Well, fair enough. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I kicked around Godwin for about a day and a half and finally – more reports came out. He was out of the brace. And even if he doesn't play for a couple of weeks, that's fine. But um, yeah, I just, I, you can't go anywhere good with, with too many Detroit lions or New York jets, or even, you know, players like that, teams like that on your, on your team. 
uh, yeah, history would, would be uh, it's not on their side there. That's certainly true. Um, all right, Micah. Well, let's uh, let's take a look at the week one action here. Uh, first game on my board, a, a classic rivalry. They've been in the same division for as long as I can remember. La Resistance versus Pat's fan. Pat's fan, a fifty. 8% favorite in the eyes of the com guru. He's about a six-point favorite here. And uh, let's see why he's got Lamar Jackson against the Jets. That's certainly a nice start. Um, Derrick Henry, Fournette, uh, Hollywood Brown against Kansas City, Tyreek Hill against New England, Darren Waller against the Chargers, McPherson against Pittsburgh, and the Bengals defense against uh, Mitch Trubisky, it looks like. And uh, for me... We're going to go with Burrow, uh, Barkley against Tennessee, McCaffrey against Cleveland, C.D. Lamb against Tampa, Pittman against Houston, which could be a good matchup. Uh, Kittle banged up, so we'll see. My tight end depth is uh, not great. I wish I had Irv Smith right about now. Uh, Tyler Bass and the Colts D against Houston, so a good D matchup there. Um, I was surprised Corby was such a heavy favorite. I do like my team, uh, you know, with McCaffrey and Barkley playing. I, I am, I'm, I'm hoping that this new offense gets Barkley going. Um, you know, not John being myself this early in the season. I, I think I can pull the upset, but uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I, Burrow's numbers against uh, Pittsburgh last year were not great. I think he threw for right around 200 yards and a couple of touchdowns, but he did not have great numbers against Pittsburgh. Um, I, what concerns me for you is just matchups. I think Tennessee is going to be able to run the ball on New York, and I think they're going to get up big and they're going to run the ball. Uh, Fournette, you know, I think that's going to be a game. There's going to be a lot of points. The over-under in that game is 51 on Sunday night. I'll take the over. Um, <clears throat> but I think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. I think with McCaffrey for you, I think they're going to want to feature what Baker can do against his former team. So I think they're going to try and air the ball out. If he if he goes to McCaffrey, you could be in good shape. Yeah, McCaffrey catch ten passes. We'll get a hundred. Yeah. He can get a hundred receiving. Would Saquon, you go Trey Lance? Well, are you buying the Trey Lance hype against the Bears? I I would consider that. All the, all the Joe Burrow truthers. I never really know much about Joe Burrow. All the Joe Burrow truthers tell me that he had like three good games last year, and then he was pretty mediocre for the rest of the season. And and. Uh, He's not really that good of a fantasy quarterback. So I could be convinced. I'm a Jalen Hurts guy. I could be convinced to put this running quarterback in there. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Burrow is 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 going to have a good year. Trey Lance, I, you know, the one thing is is he hasn't – I don't know if he started any games last year, maybe one. Maybe. That, that unknown would concern me. And they're a team that I think early on in the season, are, they're going to run the ball a ton. And he's going to run it some, but I think they're going to rely on those backs a lot. Um, so, yeah, that being said, I, I think I give the edge. Boy, I like your receivers, though. I do not like Richards. I'm going to need him to come through. But I think. Uh, Sounds like a Corpy pick coming. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think Lam just his top three, yeah. Lamar, Henry, and Fournette, are going to be too much. Well, fair enough. Corby, Corby's due. I, I historically I have have a very good record against Corby. I, it, basically, Corby and Ron are like propping up my my record. I'm like 500 against the, the rest of the league, or a little below, and I'm like very good against Corby and Ron. So he's due, but we'll see. It's always a always a, a bitter feud when we get together, me and Richard. And, and interestingly, Richard's won the last two meetings. Just, just looking at that game-by-game oh, game right? thing. He's on. Yeah, he's coming back. 
next on my board, I got Paul Reiner's Fighting Cockheads against Team Ownage Battle of teams who uh, lay claim to be the, the best in the league. Uh, let's see if anything stands out to me here. Uh, marquee matchup of quarterbacks. We got Justin Herbert against Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, this is sort of the, you know, where are you stand? It's like, kind of like what we talked about in the draft. Uh, you know, you, I, I think Paul's got the advantage at the running backs with Chubb and Cook. I think uh, Kleesner's got Chase and J- I mean, Kleesner's going to have the advantage at running back, pretty or, or receiver rather, pretty much every week. Um, you know, and then Pitts, uh, I, I, I think Pitts is poised for a breakout year. Um, Cockheads are a favorite here, 54%. Um, God, how much do, am I, am I afraid? I, I, I feel like I like Kleesner though, for some reason. I just, those, those receivers, I can't get over it. I can't get over Jefferson and Chase. I just feel like those are, this could be the blow up week out the box. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Paul. I, I okay. think um, as good as as much as I like Jefferson and Chase, um, I, the Packers defense is apparently pretty good this year. And I just talked about, you know, Burrow against Pittsburgh, um, although their their defense is not good, uh, Pittsburgh. I, if Evans is healthy, I think that's a shootout. Like I said, I think so let's see how Gabe Davis does tonight. Right. If he gets if he gets off with the with the 12, 13, I like Paul a lot. Mm-hmm. Um and I think what sets Paul apart is going to be those running backs early in this in this week with Cook and Chubb, or early in this season. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just yeah, buying. I'm buying this Elijah Mitchell maybe right now while he's healthy. I feel like he could be the he could be the steal of the draft maybe and and give Dave Kleesner a, a big win. Or I'll just pick all underdogs this week. I'm pick the guru <laughs> underdogs. Why not? Oh well, now I can't. Screwed up click blue streaks. It's a fifty fifty even Steven. Guru matchup here. Now, how has this happened? Now, uh, now, my brother said he's going, he's going off the grid. He's he's benching his players that he drafted to be starters. He's benching Aaron Rodgers. He's benching Ezekiel Elliott. We've got Kirk Cousins in there, uh, Rashad Penny in there on the Monday night, setting up for the Monday night miracle. Michael Thomas starting. That is just risky as hell for me. That's too rich. For for my blood, I, I I need to see something. I I need to see just once one game, right? I mean, before I'm ready to throw him out there. But you know, that's why my brother's uh, he he marches to his own drum, right? And uh, for uh, for blue streaks, Russell hustle and bustle, Kamara, Jacobs, Waddle, Brown, Kelsey, Blankenship, 49ers defense. Um, yeah, boy, this is tough. I feel like. I, I I don't know. This this could this feels like a Russell Wilson going for like the Mike Vick record on Monday night, right? Like this is like the seventy pointer, getting making the statement, letting Russ cook eight touchdown kind of game. Maybe I you know I just can't get that out of my head, and you know, and it's too much uncertainty for for me with Michael Thomas on the other side of the ball. I I need something. I I think I have to go John B here. Blue streaks is my pick. I agree with you 100% about Russell Wilson. I think he is going to go off on Monday night. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't fully understand the Cousins over Rodgers. I'd be interested to hear what Mike had to say about that. I, um, that one surprised me. He doesn't have a lot of other options if he wants to go to Darnell Mooney at receiver. Um, so I yeah. guess the Thomas thing makes sense. Um yeah, I like I like John B this week a lot because of Russell Wilson on Monday. Yeah, just feels feels like a statement statement game from uh, from Russell. 
Flag Bros against the Big Dogs. Big Dogs a 54% favorite. Big Dogs are running out uh, Tampa Tom on Sunday night. Aaron Jones, Eckler, Devontae, McLaurin, Dawson Knox, Butker in the Packers defense. Flag Bros, Kyler, Connors, Akers and Cup that tonight. Oh, boy. And Diggs. Oh, my goodness. Ertz, Gould, and the Saints. So uh, we're going to know a lot about uh, how the Flag Brothers are looking after this week. I think I've already kind of been on record i'm not not a big fan of the 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 acres um and uh yeah just because of that i i think i gotta lean i i love the running backs i love ron's running backs way more than i do uh what the flag brothers are throwing out and i think his you know i think Devonte is going to come out and have try to also get off to a hot start and show that he can do it without aaron Rodgers. get that chemistry with Carr going and uh yeah i think i gotta go with the guru and lean toward the big dogs here yeah, like you said, we'll know a lot about this game tonight as the uh, as a Thursday night game goes. Um, it feels to me, uh, Brady at 26, Guru in a 26, that seems high. It, this seems like a game where that line has a lot of questions and Micah Parsons just pins his ears back and comes after Brady. Yeah. I mean, it really feels like this is a game where Brady may get hurt. You said you were because, taking the over, though. You said you wanted to give you the over in that game. That's true. I did. I did. I still can't think, have it both ways. Like, come well, on, he's, if, he's, if he's Brady gets score, he's going to get hurt. He can't be both. If he gets rid of the ball quickly, expecting that that pressure to come from Parsons, and he uses like a Russell Gage in the slot, I think you know he could have a nice week. I don't know that he's going to have a ton of time to get the ball to Mike Evans. Yeah. But um, but, but I, I I would still take the over in that game. Um, I am going to go – wow, it, this one's oh, tough. Um, tough. I I think I'm with you. I think I'm going Ron. I think the running backs make the difference here. Ron's here. This is it. You heard it here first. And finally, <laughs> saving the best for last, MM's Red Wolves, Thaw Nasties, 51% favorite. Very slight favorite here, Micah. Josh Allen tonight. I know you're looking for big things against my beloved Rams coming off that uh, that Super Bowl. Maybe we'll have a Super Bowl hangover and Josh Allen goes crazy. Uh, Swift and Mixon, Sutton on Monday night, T. Higgins, Schultz, Gay in the Dolphins' defense. Thonassies, we got Hurts, Najee Harris, Javante Williams on Monday night. So we'll have a dueling Monday night action in this one. Keenan Allen, Debo Samuel, Hawkinson, Carlson in the Commanders' defense your beloved commander's defense against Jacksonville. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to John B yourself, Micah. I'll save you for later. Uh, do I think you can win this game? Uh, I do. You're here. You're nice enough to join me. I got Micah. Let's go. I hope so. I, uh, again, I'll know a lot like those other games. I'll know a lot tonight. How my, how, uh, the week may go, depending on what Josh Allen does. Love my running backs. Um, and then I, I need that big that big Monday night between uh, Russell and Sutton, mm-hmm. and uh, and some things from Higgins. But yeah, I I think I got I, you know I like my chances this week. I think we'll see uh, we'll see some fireworks on that on that one. And you got uh, oh, and you got Matt Gay too. So you need a big one. You need to get out to a big lead here on the Thursday night, and then uh, see it out on the big uh, Monday night. So you got your whole weekend covered, man. You're gonna be. Uh, watching Hburg FFL and watching the real games and just having a good old time. Well, that's exciting. Yep, looking forward to it. Can't wait to start. Love uh, love football season.
Very good. All right. Well, Micah, as always, I appreciate you for joining me. And, uh, of course, we appreciate everyone out there in podcast land for listening. And uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you soon. And I'm sure I will talk to you again this season. Micah, take care and uh, good luck. All right, Dave. Thanks a lot. Um, have fun joining you. Everybody else, good luck this year. All right, man. See you later. Bye. See ya.